0: And we are back, folks. Sorry for the little snafu at the onset. Hopefully all of you are joining us on this uh, on this new stream a little bit later here in the Michigan football breakdown focused on the defense with Vance Beffer. I had to give Vance time to go break out his shirt, right? They say, get on the train, Vance. You want people to get on the train?
1: That's me right there. See, that? See that? Hey, <laughs> my players now in Louisville, they hooked they hook me up like that. They like, it was the Louisville. So, girl, that's me. I, hey, right now. I'm the engineer right there. Get on the train or get out the way.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, so we gonna listen. We go get we gonna come up with some merch. People been asking me, do you have TMI shirts? Do you have Monday morning quarterback shirts? Definitely, you know, let's let's ride, uh, DA. <laughs> I mean, we got a whole bunch of say, let me in. I have people coming up all week saying, Let me in, let me in. <laughs> so, so we kind of get we gotta get some van shirts made. And I'm telling you, hey, my, my mother in law, she hey, she cold with the with the uh with the embroidery. Like she can make all the merch. So we gonna get we gotta figure out which what what the saying is gonna be. Is it gonna be less ride or is it gonna be let me in, or is it gonna be get on the train? Right? Well you you folks let us know in the comments what van shirt you want. And we're gonna get some van shirts made, right? So Tobias Lewis already in saying my man vans. <laughs> Say, listening to these streams makes driving home in traffic much more <laughs> enjoyable. So, oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> so i tell
0: you what. Uh, the film study this week. Educational? I don't know about enjoyable. Educational, Vance, <laughs> is what I would say. Uh, as folks who look at the video and watch you break down uh, basically the first quarter, first quarter and a half or so of the game, there was a lot of teaching going on, and it sounds like that's what you think is going on in practice this week.
1: There's not a doubt in my mind right now. you need to clean those things up. I mean, you're finna go against Nebraska with a running quarterback. You're going to see some of the same plays. The quarterback is not a great passer by any means. I mean, the strength of their team is their defense. They actually play pretty good defense. They run a 33-stack look. They press off of it. But offensively, you know, the quarterback has been an issue for them with turnovers. I mean, we control him and force him to throw the football, like I said earlier, forty-two to seven is what I expect in this ball game. Because I don't think much of Nebraska's offense, because the quarterback has had has trouble. He really has. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and he's been hurt too. They actually had to go to the backup quarterback over there. I don't know who. I don't. Nebraska doesn't even know who their quarterback is going to be this week. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's going to be a, a, a tough road to hold. But you know, the the task. I imagine you've been on this in this position with the teams you've coached, Van? Sometimes it's not about the opponent. You know, sometimes it never it's about is, Sam.
1: It's, it's never about the opponent. It's always about yourself. It's, it's Look yourself in the mirror and say, did I do everything I'm supposed to do to be the best person and player I could be that day? And then you get in the game, that play, that series, that quarter. It's not about the opponent. It's about me executing my teammate next to me doing his job. It goes right down the line. If you start saying, what's well, about – What they're doing offensively or ABC is not. It's about when a coach calls a play that we execute it to perfection. And we do those type of things. A lot of good things happen for us when we don't. Bad things happen for us. And in that moment, I don't care if anything is bad happening outside. You know what's great about athletics in general is that I got a time to get away from any issues that might be going on in my life. So it gives me a chance to focus, have fun and relax for three hours.
0: Yeah, man. So look back on the game, Vance. Kind of break it down. Tell me what you saw. Tell me uh, about what your primary focus would be in practice if you were coaching this team. What, What would you feel like you really needed to clean up, and what do you feel like you did well in this game?
1: I don't talk about focus. I don't talk about discipline. We didn't have either in the first quarter. That's why we gave a bunch of yards, a touchdown. We had missed tackles. We have guys missing the line, guys in the wrong gap. That's just a lack of discipline and lack of focus. So we're getting back in practice, going right back to the fundamentals. You never get away from that. You never forget about that. If I'm the defensive line coach, I'm going through our basic technique, how to play a reach block block, a down block. If we're moving, how do you move? What's your visual key? I mean, for example, if I line on a guy and I got to move inside, that guy's not my key. It's the guy inside. He tells me what I have to do, period. I mean, that's how simple a game really is. You have to break it down just to my particular job and go get it done. What I saw in this ball game, guys not sure, guys doing somebody else's job, guys trying to go make plays outside the defense. There were a lot of that going on in in the first quarter, maybe because we're playing a lot of guys. Uh, Maybe we had too much in the game plan. I don't know what it was. But when I could see us making a mistake in Sam, which is one of our staples for the past three years, guys going the wrong way or back is not fitting properly, something's not right. We need to get that cleaned up.
0: So did it have anything to do with with the quarterback? It just felt like on, on a couple plays in there, uh they weren't accounting for the quarterback or they weren't keeping the quarterback right at least a couple times in there. What what did you see? Did did the fact the quarterback could run have anything to do with
1: it? No. No. Again, I, I'm looking at the execution. One time if you go to the video study we just did. That so they had Sam on. The safety came off the edge so fast that the quarterback had to come out the other way, the way he shouldn't have come out. But the role was wrong with the defense with the linebackers. Because if you angle in the front, then they should play opposite the angle. So if the front is going left, the backer should be playing to the right. Because you say, well, the angle is going to cut the field and send the ball back the other way. Well, both backers play downhill. If they both would have played opposite the slant, they sitting right there for a quarterback for a two-yard two play. So, again, that's, that, it goes back to execution. Not what they did. It's what we didn't do. Mm-hmm. And that happened a couple of times. Another time on Sam, the three technique, a nose, went the wrong way. So it gave the quarterback an escape area. He went right through the big gap where the nose should have been. We would have had a guy unblocked outside. Could have been a quarterback sack. Instead, it was a five-yard game. Another time, twice, almost back-to-back in a film study, we got a defensive end who's supposed to be in a C-gap. He got greedy. Well, I'm going to go make this play. He jumps in the B B-gap, Guess where the ball goes, right in the C-gap, where he should have been, been. And I said in that video study, slow till you know. In other words, do your job first. Once I clear my job, then I can fall back late to make a play. But when you're being greedy, man, bad things happen to you. I mean, it didn't just happen to him. It happened to the entire defense. If that's Ohio State or Penn State, those plays are going for touchdowns. And now we're playing from behind. We don't want to play from behind against those two teams. We really don't.
0: Yeah, man. Um, th- we talked a lot in the first three weeks about good responsibility football. It definitely looked like in this game – and maybe it had to do with the fact that you had uh, – you know, one of your mainstays out and a couple of your mainstays back in. Not making an excuse, coach. I, again, not making any excuses. But you did have some moving parts in there where you, it just didn't feel like everybody was on the same page all the time.
1: You know, we've been playing a lot of guys in the first three ball games. So even though my man, uh, Big Mason Graham, was out, the guys who came in, they've been playing. For us to make a mistake in some of our stunts that we've been running and that they've already been running is the issue. And for my two DBs that have been out, they look like they've been out. They played that way. They played soft. They missed tackles. They didn't want to challenge guys. And that's because they hadn't played. So hopefully we have time. I won't say this again. I don't think Nebraska is very good. They might surprise me, but I've seen them play twice this year. I have not been very impressed. And if the backup quarterback has to play, when the first team quarterback's been bad, another guy on the bench, come on, now we're going from bad to awful. Okay. now he might come to that game and be Superman. this coming Saturday. That that can happen. But I don't see it happening. I really don't.
0: (laughs) All right. So uh, you always do a great job of scouting the team, right, of scouting Michigan, saying, all right, you got to be on the lookout for this. So now we're through four games. We got four weeks of tape now. As you look at four weeks of tape, how do you think teams who are capable, maybe Nebraska's not capable, but teams who are capable, how do you think they'll attack Michigan or try to anyway?
1: You know, I'll go back to two games ago. RPOs is still an issue for us as far as fitting the run without linemen and our linebackers. That's an issue. FSL, which we didn't see very much of any in this particular ball game, never showed up in the previous three ball games. Going back to Bowling Green, they hit some plays by being FSL. So that's still a concern but our alignment, those type of things. And in this particular ball game we just had, we had max protect by our opponent. They went seven-man protection, and they attacked the secondary. They said, we're going to buy time for you to get the ball down the field. And when they did that, they had success. And that's the concern, because I've been talking about that for the previous two weeks about our coverage in the back end. I'm worried about those guys right now. They're not showing me that they can go out and set guys down. Can we walk up and press guys? I haven't seen us being very successful at doing that right now. Last year, we did an excellent job. Of that is not showing up right now. And my man, number two, Johnson, I mean, we had a play. We, one time, we were so far off, scared me a little bit. man. Are we playing with just 10 people out there? Same thing for number 12. I mean, it's like, are they going, is you saying boat in their uniform? Are they so afraid of this guy because he's so fast? I mean, we're not challenging guys last year we walked up on guys we sat on routes we did so many different things right now i'm concerned about us in the passing game if we don't get home in the pass rush i'm worried about us right now I really am
0: so first game back for old will J. first game back for will johnson
1: he Let, looked like it too
0: <laughs> let's see let's see how he does uh this way I mean, won't we'll get probably that much of a test uh this week or maybe even the next two but that's kind of I, I think, conducive to him getting back in, in the flow. You need, you just need Will and Rod to get some snaps. Rod Moore, I know what you, I already know what your response is going to be. But Rod Moore don't overrun plays, Vance.
1: Yeah, I know. You keep saying that he just did for a touchdown. That's all I got to know right there. I mean, and I'll be honest with you, playing that position in the open field, having to make those plays, that's not easy. That it really, That's probably one of the toughest plays to make on the football field. It really is, and like I say, he wasn't the only guy on that particular touchdown that made a mistake. It's three or four other guys that should have been there to make that play. That should have been maybe a ten-yard gain. I mean, it starts with with little Mike. It starts with the defensive end his drop. It starts with the say. It's, it's, it's a variety of guys were involved, and like I said, if we fit this thing right, it's a ten-yard gain instead of a 6 yard touchdown. And again, I thought we playing against average receivers and average quarterback. As we get into the tougher teams in our conference, it's going to be a lot more difficult for us.
0: Yeah, uh, blank name. We'll get some of the questions coming up. But he said, "Hey, I'm glad the cushion bothered Vance too. It was it was ridiculous." Um, Again, I could, as far as Will is concerned, his game is being up in the face of a receiver. I could only assume that you know the the times where they had him playing with a huge. Cushion was was about it being his first game back, not about how we're going to see them use him moving forward. I don't think put it this way. I don't think it's going to be a trend. I think they're building. You know, they're easing them back in. That's how I took it anyway.
1: Well, you know, it, it's that could have been it. But I always go from a standpoint: do what you do as a player. I always coach to to a player's strength. Not I wasn't a cookie cutter coach. If y'all watch my kids play. They were totally different because they had different athletic abilities. They thought differently. Therefore, I'll play to their strengths. If Will, if Will wants to press, he could be rushed. You get up there and do what you do because why? That's what you do well. That's what you believe in. You don't believe in necessarily being this guy off. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the kid to do something that he's not the most comfortable doing. I mean, and I just go back to you when I was at Michigan with Andre Weathers and, and Wood. I said, you know what, guys? You can play off and do this. Oh, you can press and do this. Well, guess what both guys would do? <laughs> I'm from, my job for me, I'm going welcome walk and take this guy. I was at uh, Florida. I had Joe Hayden, who ended up being a three-time pro bowler. Janaris Jenkins, two-time pro bowler. Cat okay, said, coach, anytime we can pr- go press right now. But you, you play to their strength. They missed a game or two, they came back. Go do what you do. I'm not going to bring you back slowly. Go do what you do because that's what you're good at. And – so maybe that's what they told him. And like, you little rusted play off. Well, he looked bad playing off. My and look, that's just
0: my speculation. I don't know that. Now, let me be clear. Yeah. I'm speculating.
1: I'm speculating too. I'm right along with you. We we both out there fishing. Boom. <laughs> We've been out there three for a while. We ain't even had a bite. That's okay though. We both doing the same thing. You know, so we both could be wrong. We right. Now I don't know that, but just that's an observation to me. Both corners played a little timid and played a little bit off. They both of them did. And maybe they were told, hey, we got this game One, Keep the ball in, inside and in front. We can get home with the front. Just don't give up big plays. I don't know what was being said, but an observation, that's not Michigan football.
0: All right, folks, if you have questions for Vance, because we got started a little late, I'm going to get to the questions earlier uh, in the stream so we can get out at the same time. If you have questions for Vance, throw them in right now while you're putting the questions in. We got some votes in on the shirts, Vance. No. <laughs> we got some votes in on the shirts. So, Kellen Sandifer said, can you count to three? You got to have a shirt that say, can you count to three, man? I mean, I think oh, that's a good Trey Conrad came back and said, if you can count to three, you can play for me. That make a six shirt. That's another vote for count to three, man. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus Ellis hey, said, get on the train for sure. That's got to be it. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: The rush exposure said Vance, them ND coaches couldn't count (laughs) to three.
1: (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Not once, but twice.
0: All right. Hey, David Brassett said, I want a count to three shirt. Vance, count to three. That's going to be the shirt. We will be making a Vance. I'm going to talk to my mother in law when she gets back to. She has an embroidery business. We're going to make this happen. And we're going to have these shirts. All proceeds are going to go to Vance Beff. We're going to take the cost. We just, all we're going to do is take the cost. But all the proceeds are going to go to Vance Beff. We are going to make, if you can count to three, you can play for me. That shirt goodness. is getting made. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe it should just be simple. Can you count to three? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: Hey, man! So I told you, your, your fans, they love you, man. They love you. All right, let's go ahead and get to the questions. This is one of your biggest fans out here, Vance. Uh, Doctor Singh said, and he's—I mean, he's talking all over the place about about Vance Beffer. Everybody who can needs to listen to Vance. He says, Coach, why could we not get any sacks? There was time for whims at, whereas JJ got sacked twice and hit seven times. There's
1: a couple of things: they went seven man protection; they went max protect to get the ball out. They knew that Michigan was a blitzing team. So their whole thought process, let's protect our quarterback. A couple other times we had some bust up front. We had some blitzes going on and guys hitting the wrong gap. They chasing each other. And all of a sudden it gets blocked and the quarterback is scrambled. And that was the biggest thing. Seven-man protection and some missed assignments early in the first quarter. But as the game went on, we got some hits on the quarterback, the quarterback running for his life. You're going to see that if you go to watch the video. In the fourth quarter, we had a zero blitz on, and the quarterback, we had three guys that were on block chasing the quarterback. He got rid of the football. So as the game went on, we got better, but it's tough to get home when they go on max tech because they're afraid of the blitzes.
0: All right. Let's get back to the questions for Vance. Uh, next on the list, here it is. Vance, how would you scheme up this defense against Nebraska? Their quarterback is basically a running back. That's their starter and their backup. Both of them got banged up because they run the football. So what would you do? How would you scheme up?
1: I think they already have a plan. When you bring your Sam 3, you bring your Lightning, it contains him. And, again, he struggles throwing the football. So the things that they are doing right now, I think those things are in place to take away running quarterbacks. And you can force him to the boundary because you blitz him to the field. So what you do, you cut the field. In other words, when I blitz from the field, i got to force to the boundary. You can take away a third to two-thirds of the field for his throwing lane, which now limits him. So you will to force them. If I'm Nebraska right now, I'm going to put formation to the boundary. I'm going to have a lot of pass game into the boundary because if you're bringing it from the field, I know you're dropping your defensive end if it's a zone blitz. And if you're playing any type of zone, if the nickelback stays to the field, that the means a linebacker has to be encouraged. If a nickelback comes into the boundary, I know you're playing man to man. So to me, if I'm attacking a team that's really a field pressure team, Bowling Green had a great game plan. They just didn't have the players to execute it. And I don't think Nebraska does either. I could be wrong because on that day, they can play like Superman. I doubt it. I think Kryptonite has hit them already, so I'm not worried about that. But that's what I would do if I was Nebraska. I'm going to FSL. I'm going to work into the boundary, see, can you make you adjust? Then I'll have a few trick plays going back to the field.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, from Tobias Lewis, who's listening to us going through traffic, he said, hey, Vance, which guy on our defensive line are you most excited about?
1: You know, like I say, it seems like each week a different guy steps up. So I'm excited about all of them. I like the depth. I mean, it's not just a guy. It's several guys. And you want to have a great defense, you got to have more than one guy. You go back to two years ago, you had two great defensive ends, okay? And they both are draft picks. You get a guy who had a knee injury, and he still get drafted in the second round. That's unheard of. I mean, so that's special when they're doing a great job in the NFL. You know, last year, you had guys come on. You had Big Mike, he was a guy last year, and some other guys came on. This year, so far this season, I see a variety of guys. It's not a guy, it's a combination of all the guys together. And I think because of that depth, it actually makes you better. Because if it's just one guy, you can block one guy. You can scheme him up. But when you got two or three guys inside and a guy outside coming, it's tough to block those guys. That's why we played so well so early this season.
0: Yeah, you know, I came into the season uh, really feeling like this was going to be a huge year for, for Mason Graham and Chris Jenkins. And Chris Jenkins is having a real good season. He had to pick last week, made another great play this week on a, on a short yardage play, uh, Mason out for at least another week, according to Jim, he'll be back. <laughs> I keep saying if they weren't trying to get him back in, in by, you know, next week, he was going to be banging down the door. It's all a matter of how, how quickly, you know, cause he's, they're going to club him up. They're going to club, assuming his wound is healed. They're going to club him up. He'll be back out there. That's how, how that works. But he's a fantastic, fantastic player. And then Kenneth Grant. So I was excited about those guys already. I got to pick out Kenneth Grant because he surprised me the most, Vance. I mean, I I envisioned him early in his career being a guy more like Mozzie who on rundowns was a real factor but not so much on pass downs. And the dude has been an every down defensive lineman for them so far this year.
1: Again, that's why I like him because who can you hone in and say, we got to block this guy? You really can't because any one of those guys up front can beat you right now. And that's that's why the defense, in my opinion, has a chance to be even better than last year overall, especially in the big games. And right now we hadn't really had a big game, in my opinion, you know, but they're coming, and we're getting ready to play. A lot of guys in the lateral reps and building a lot of depth. So, you know, like right now, Graham is out. So other guys got a chance to get more reps, which long-term-wise, it's going to make them better, and it's going to make Graham better too.
0: All right, Van. so let's go ahead and get back to the questions, and this one comes from – so have I asked Vance. Blake name – Blake blank name, excuse me, wants to know, did Sam ask Vance about the last drive for Notre Dame? I haven't on the stream, but you know I did. You know I did. You. We got a Buckeye in the in the stream, by the way. This had nothing to do with them out-toughing Notre Dame. Notre Dame choked the hell out of that game. They choked that game off. They choked it off, Vance. I almost think – it, it, it was so much of a choke job, it made me think that they threw it. Like, if somebody they somebody must have bet on this game, and they got to make sure they
1: lose because they
0: did everything you could do wrong down the stretch, Vance. Notre Dame did wrong down the stretch and wound up losing the game.
1: I was looking at the end of the game, and you look at Notre Dame has a ball, and it's, what, 250 to go in the game, they got the ball. So it's second down and long, second and 12. Okay, if you run the ball, you're going to force Notre Dame to call a timeout. They threw a screen, incomplete, incomplete pass, okay? And they come back on third down They run the football. Clock is running. They punt the football, and all of a sudden, they slowly moving the ball. They got them in, a, got them in third and long. Think about it. Third and long, no timeouts. Now that, Notre Dame has a timeout. Ohio State has not. So third and long, and they throw a ball to the two-yard line, and the five seconds on the clock. Think about it. Let's go back to the screen play that was incomplete pass. If you run the ball then, that play doesn't happen. Okay. But let's go to the third and long and throw it down to the five, the two-yard line, whatever it is. They only had 10 guys on the field. I didn't know that. Somebody else pointed it out. Because you let the guy who's been killing you the whole ball game, that receiver who caught that ball, He's unmolested going down the football field. Whoever was on number two expanded to the outside got trying to defend the sideline. He went down the field with nobody on him, not rerouted. And it was an easy throw for the quarterback because they only rushing three. Now you got a timeout. It's five seconds on the clock. You got ten guys on the field. <laughs> they run the ball where the other other guy, the guy should have been bent, should have been. You call timeout, even if you don't have a timeout, the officially they're going to stop the clock. They're going to say, You don't have a timeout, you can't do it. But if they stop the clock, and say, Well, we've got to penalize you because you didn't have a timeout. Well, the ball on the two is going to move to the one. Who cares? <laughs> now, I can get it, now, now I can get 11 people on the football field. That's how you look at it. They, what happens is they, if, if they said, We've got to stop the clock, that's the delay of game penalty, it's half the distance to the goal. Don't get my extra guy out there. So, but again, it's tough. And I said this to you earlier: you got to have a guy in the press box that's not on the sideline. A guy in the press box said, "Coach, we got ten. Call time out." And the head coach said, "Well, we don't have time. A coach called it anyhow. We got nothing to lose. Call time out." That's the guy in the press box who's not in the heat. The guy in the press box is calm. He can see things. The guy on the sideline can get excited. People can say, well, he he's a head coach. You're not supposed to get excited. Really? He's not a human being. He's a robot. Everybody can get caught in the moment. Even Nick Saban or Bill Belichick, they can get caught in the moment also. So in that situation, the guy in the press box was the guy that said, Coach, you need to call time out, period. And I don't know what would happen. The guy in the press box didn't say anything, but that should have happened. And so in that happened- situation, Notre Dame, they gave the game away. But oh, yeah, they played more physical than I've yeah. ever seen them play.
0: They they choked. They choked, man. They choked. And it wasn't, and it wasn't just the, this is why I say the Ohio State was lucky. Like Ryan Day can talk about how tough they are, all he wants. He got he got gifted. Gifted a win. They dropped the interception. That's on the players. Yeah. You, 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 you gotta make that play. Yes, you gotta make that play, right? Yeah. And then so that, that's the player side of it strategy like you you are moving this quarterback off his spot this is not cj this is not any of the last quarterbacks that they had who you, you move them off their spot they aren't comfortable that's certainly was the case with cj Stroud, but they were more comfortable than this dude you move them are you rushing four and five the whole game and you wait till third and 19 not to fall true. back and play prevent like we're what, what are we doing that's bad strategy Vance. then you got 10 players on the field. The last time, two out. time out,
1: after timeout.
0: timeout. I mean, what do what we do? Nobody, nobody knows. Let's just get a penalty. Marcus Freeman said, We can't have another guy. We can't, we couldn't afford to get a penalty. You can't afford to get a penalty, man. Give me a penalty and let me live the fight another day with 11 players. You know, and then sometimes- he said, it. Yes, this is to your point. So, you said in the heat of the moment, the coach is, Hey, he. He needs somebody to tell him. He was in the press conference talking about, we can't have a penalty in this situation. Like, man, stop it.
1: Come on, man. Come on. Right, right, right now, a lot of times you get in the heat of the moment in the press conference, and you're still trying to analyze and visualize what happened. And so he is trying to explain why, and he really couldn't. He really could. He, he's trying to defend himself and everybody else on the sideline. And I got. I, I've been there. It's tough. In a situation like that, it's tough. And right. he he has a a really calm demeanor, and so he tries to stay that way. I've been in that situation. I'd have been pissed off. I might have had to throw <laughs> somebody out. I'm just being honest. I mean, just right. You, know, you right now, you're upset with the whole situation. Should have won the game. We had ten guys out there, and you. Number one, you're trying to protect your players. You're trying to protect the coaches. Because the D-line coach, how come they don't have the three defensive linemen in the game? Think about that. That's his responsibility. So he's trying to protect his guys, too. He's trying to protect his players and his coaches. And at the end of the day, you gotta, sometimes you got to say, we just screwed up. We screwed up. I should have called a timeout. They, they had one play left, with five seconds on the clock.
0: Yeah, I mean they barely got, they barely scored with ten men on the field.
1: I know. So call like the timeout, get penalized, and live with it. But again, it's we all can sit back here after the fact and say we would, we would have, what we would have done. When you're in a heated battle, sometimes you do strange things.
0: Hey, man, I didn't see anything in that game that made me feel any different about Ohio State than I felt before the game.
1: I did, Notre
0: Dame was punching them in the mouth down the stretch.
1: But, but Sam, I I saw somebody in Seattle, Ohio State for the last two years. I saw a team that physically tried to run the football, and the offensive line was getting after Notre Dame's defense. I mean, I I didn't see that at all last year. You heard me last year. They saw uh, – I made them comments last year. Right now, this season, so far, I've seen them play twice, and they are actually trying to run – the football, something. I don't think that that's not Ryan Day's forte. But he realizes that to go to the next step to compete with Michigan. I didn't say beat Michigan. I said compete with Michigan. He can't be a finesse football coach because if he does, Michigan going to go right to Columbus. Oh, he said that ain't what it was.
0: was? He said, he said, no, they just had one bad half, fans. They had one bad half two years ago, and they had five bad plays last year. That's it. That's the only problem.
1: But you know what? How, it's only six minutes in the game. Five plays or six or a half. That's the game. That is the game. So you know what? Again, my man, he needs to look in the mirror and quit thinking he's in the land of Oz. There ain't no wizards out there. Shit. The wizard was fake anyhow. They they stopped that. Shit. So he better kind of look at himself and check himself.
0: It's a man looking forward to looking forward to that game. I didn't think I could look forward to it any more than I already was. I, I I am. I I feel, you know, not that I'd ever root for Notre Dame, but I I found myself disappointed for Marcus Freeman. I give him credit though. He came back. Uh, what was it yesterday? And he said we got a plan. If we are in a situation where we got ten players on the field, we guy we got a signal where guys just take a penalty. He's not. He's not doing like those dudes in the NFL. Man, that was a bad week for some coaching decisions, Vance. You got Brandon Staley. I was talking about this with with, uh, with Al. He's fourth and one on his own 24 in the last, you know, it's under two minutes to go in the game, and, and he's up four. And Vance, he goes for it.
1: Like, he's I- been doing that forever, though. Since he's become a head coach today, he's been doing that forever. That's why I think it was two years ago they, they didn't get in the playoffs because of that.
0: Oh, man, he. a hey.
1: I mean, man. he is killing that team. They got a really good quarterback, in my opinion. He's killing them. He he is a problem. <laughs> I, I hate talking about coaches, but he's the issue. I think the owners realizing that. So if they don't get in the playoffs this year, the Chargers will have a new coach.
0: I think so too. And then your man Josh McDaniels, Vance. The man is is two twenty two left in the game. He's he's uh, it's fourth down on his on the eight yard line. Eight yard line, they are down by eight. They, they are down by eight points and they're on the eight yard line, right? So he's sniffing this. I mean, you're fourth and fourth down, throw it in the end zone, something. He kicks the field goal. You know his reason? You hear his reason for kicking the field goal I didn't hear. with 222 left in the game, whatever. It was like two minutes left in the game. He said, Well, you're going to need a couple of possessions anyway. What? <laughs> Hey, man, somebody need to tell the man. Somebody need to tell the man you can could, you could, you could tie the game in one possession. Somebody need to tell him. He didn't get the how memo, man.
1: How many timeouts do you have left?
0: I mean, I don't know how many timeouts he had. I just know he decided to kick a field goal because he thought you needed multiple possessions down eight. <laughs> you can't make it up, man. You can't make it up.
1: I, could, I swear, that's, to hey, crush a bust a pipe. Hey, just imagine if you're in Denver. The last time somebody scored 70 points was 1966. <laughs> Think about that. 70 points in the National Football League? Those players, they flat quit.
0: Yeah.
1: All, right, all right. I
0: got to get some more Michigan questions. All in, right, let's go. Let's go over range John Walls wants to know on a few of the boundary catches, talking about Michigan, uh, they were in zone. The wide receiver was outside of the backer, and the corner was super deep. Is that just designed to not get beat deep on those those uh, those sideline routes that Rutgers yeah. hit?
1: Yeah. It's, I, again, I, I don't know what was being said. I think the corner was just playing safe and soft based off the call. One time they had a zone pressure on. Again, last year, to be honest, you know, for what I could tell, I never saw it that way. This year I'm seeing some different things. You have different players in the game right now doing different things, and uh, I don't know if the kids playing safe or not understanding what is being asked of him. So I think that's going to be cleared up and cleaned up that we don't have a defense where you uh, you 10 yards awful a guy and start a back We don't have a defense like that. So I think we'll see a change of that in, in the upcoming games. But I saw the same thing what you did.
0: Yeah, uh, Brian Williams said my man Vance, the master of defensive breakdowns. They trying to bring you out of retirement, man, so I keep no. telling you.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, here's one from Neil Wiggins. said, well, Michigan have to stay in their lanes instead of rushing the QB full out this week versus Nebraska. Did you coach your, no. your lineman no, go different get, go against the quarterback?
1: You always have a rush lane. So when you're rushing somebody, you need to stay in your rush lane. We saw it up, up in this game here. We had uh, Sam on, and the nose went the wrong way. He was out of his rush lane, so he gave the quarterback an escape lane. So, therefore, you you rush in your lane, beat your guy, but you stay in your lane or you or you collapse the pocket back to the quarterback. But, no, go get that quarterback. Go do what you've been doing the whole year. All
0: right. Uh, here's one. Magoo, he said, oh, Ohio State still isn't physical enough, I feel. Nothing against Notre Dame, but Michigan is better across the board and J.J. can run. What do you think about that, Vance? Uh, Michigan. Uh, versus Ohio State compared to Notre Dame versus Ohio State. You think that's a different animal?
1: The only thing is this. I think Ohio State right now is trying to be more physical. In my opinion, they have shown that. I don't think the quarterback could make the plays that the previous two quarterbacks could with his arm. So that's why I think you see them trying to run the ball more, trying to protect the quarterback. Because the receiving core is still excellent. They got a first-round pick and a second-round pick out there. But the quarterback is making both the kids like third-round picks. I mean, so they're running the football, trying to be more physical, I think, long-term-wise, it's going to benefit them. But if we play Ohio State next week, Michigan will beat them by two touchdowns. Their whole goal is working towards getting to Michigan the last game of the year. That's why you're trying to see them being more physical. And Ryan Day, I think, still, he was almost in tears. I'm watching the sideline, and you can see right now, he didn't have a frog in his throat. He had an elephant choking him to death. And you're right, Notre Dame let them off the hook. And then I guess Lou Holtz must have made some comment. I don't know what he said. Oh, so- he said,
0: no, oh, i tell you what he said, Vez. He said, Ohio State lost to Clemson. They lost to Alabama. They lost to Georgia. And they lost to Michigan twice. And in each of those games, they lost to a more physical team. I think Notre Dame is a more physical team, so I think they're going to beat Ohio State. That's what he said, Vance. That's I all he said.
1: I thought it was worse than that. that oh no, man. That know that knows the facts. Thank Ryan you. I know Ryan Day, he was after the game. He came after Lou. I'm like, man, Lou must have said something that really pissed this man off because he is hotter than Lou Holtz.
0: Uh, he he said something to a man who ain't going to hit back. That's what he – he talked to an 86-year-old dude who who recited some 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 – some outcomes of games. That's all he did. He didn't say you were born on third base acting like you hit a triple. He didn't say that, right? I haven't seen any reaction to that. But you react to an 86-year-old dude who's at a pep rally or something or an interview? Come on, man. Stop it. This is all fake. <laughs> this this all fake smoke, man. This is not the real smoke from a fire. This is fake I, I smoke. I think Ryan Day's trying Day trying to figure
1: out what they are. I don't think he knows what they are. I really don't. That's why he's running the ball more this year than what he did the last two years. He's trying to fix. I don't have the quarterback the same type of arm that I've had the last over years. So he's trying to find different ways to win. He doesn't know what they are right now. He really doesn't. So that's what I'm saying we played them this coming weekend. We did about 14 points.
0: This ain't the land of eyes, <laughs> Vance.
1: Oh no, there's no wizard at the end of this day, baby. All right. <laughs> no wizard all at
0: all. Right. Uh, Shane Johnson said, "Love you, Vance. Always on point." What's your assessment of Wallace, number 12? so far and with will johnson back do we assume more help can slide number 12's way with will on one side
1: i think wallace has shown a good skill set i'm trying to be kind but his play right now is very average and and you can see people trying to find him or go after him he has a tendency to play off. He's, he's missed some assignments in his game. And Michigan's not a, not the type of team that rolls to people, protect people. They really don't. I mean, if you play more cover six, which means you've got a quarter, quarter half, it's cloud to the boundary. But they can do it to the field. You can roll to him to protect him some, but that's not what Jesse has done in the past. He does things that take particular receivers away. So, in other words, you're kind of on your own within the, de- in the scheme of the defense. So, right now, I'm not overly excited about his play, but I do see a lot of potential there. He can't help but get better, in my opinion. So, I think each week he's shown some positive signs. Now, I hope to see him continue to improve as the season goes on.
0: The elephant in his throat, Vince.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness, he's choking. That trunk not coming out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, my last one for you, because we got to get out of here so we can get out of here on time. This one comes from Jason Beeve, I think. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. He said, do you think Harbaugh just intentionally holds back good plays until he sees better opponents? Seems smart, but it seems like others don't do it as much. Is Harbaugh just more content beating lesser opponents by smaller amounts, while other coaches just can't help themselves from destroying lesser teams with their best plays? What do you think, Vance?
1: I don't think we hold back any place. We are doing what we've always done. We are running football teams. So guess what you're saying? You're saying duo. you sing saying something out of J.J. We had to sing last year, more quarterback runs. Mm-hmm. So to me, he's showing his offense. His offense is what you see week in and week out. And I know a lot of people get upset. Well, we should do more. We should throw the ball more. Well, that's not what we are. That's not who he is. If you remember, you go back four or five years ago, you used to see uh, 22 personnel. In in the first quarter, that's uh, two tight ends, two backs. We don't do that anymore. He's more, he'll do some 12. He'll spread out 11 personnel, but he's gotten away from that. But at the end of the day, he is still going to run the football. He's going to be physical on offense, which makes us better on defense. His game plan is this. We're going to shorten the clock and protect our defense. So in the fourth quarter, our defense is fresh. If we have to, they can go out and win a game for us. So he's not holding anything back.
0: Right. Uh, Count 22 is always shouting out. Mike, or Lil' Mike, as you call him, saying, can y'all show Mike some love? Van showed Lil' Mike a lot of love in the film study. He also coached him up in the film study, too, like he typically does. But you called it what? You call it the defensive play?
1: The defensive play of the year so far. It's not even close. That play on the interception that he made, that should be on every highlight on ESPN. I mean, he should have gone down. He picked the ball off, landed on the guy, got up and took off running for a touchdown. That was truly special. That was truly special.
0: Well, it's always truly special to hang out with you, Vance, and hang out with the people they want. A, a can you count to three? T-shirts. I'm gonna talk to my mother-in-law. She has a great embroidery business. I'm gonna get that shirt commissioned, and y'all better buy that shirt because I'm, I'm gonna order like 50 of them. And we're gonna see how quick they sell. With all the proceeds, you know, all the profit. Anyway, we'll send advances ways and see if we can get something going. Can you count to three? All right.
1: And can we go on that train? <laughs>
0: or get on the train. Get on the Don't train. On the
1: train.
0: <laughs> you might have a whole line of Vance shirts down the line. So y'all keep showing Vance that love. Keep showing the film studies and the breakdown some love. We appreciate you. Be back tomorrow, by the way, with Steady Dropping Dimes, with Devin Gardner and Daniel Horton. We're talking. We're definitely going to be talking more Notre Dame, Ohio State, talking college football. Talking the, the NFL week that was and that will be. What's up with Justin Fields? What's up with 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 uh my man uh Russell Wilson on the field with six minutes to go, down 70 to 20 in the fourth quarter. I we got a lot to talk about on steady dropping dimes. That's tomorrow from three until four. Be sure to check us out over on the Michigan until next time. Thanks for watching another edition of the Michigan Football Breakdown focused on the defense with Vance Bedford.
1: Go blue.